1: Welcome to Woo Nation Uncensored. I'm Mark Madden, XWCW. Joining me as always, he is the 16th time world heavyweight champion. He is the greatest athlete ever to walk the face of God's green earth. Let's bring on the Nature Boy, Rick Flair Nate, Tell good him who
0: How are you guys?
1: Doing good, doing good. And uh, we got a surprise for you right off the bat. Matt Cardona, the artist formerly known as Zach Ryder, he's the defending NWA world champion. He retained his title in a match that finished via DQ against Nick Aldis last night at the Crockett Cup event. And here's what he wore. Let's check. Let's check out his robe.
0: Wow! Nice.
1: That looks familiar, doesn't it? It does. What? Uh, what do you do? You trace that robe for you to an event, or is that just kind of a combination? Let, let, me, let, of a...
0: let me see it here. No, it's it's nice Phil It's very well done.
1: Remember the Crockett Cup, the original one, and the NWA? That was a big event, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, huge. In Baltimore.
1: And that Every... managed and that managed to make tag teams, didn't it? Like you'd bring in yeah. different tag teams or Unite tag teams, and they kind of took off.
0: Yep, exactly. Why the all over the country.
1: And you were a uh, obviously in the main event of, of of if I'm not mistaken, all of those as world champion. But yep. but the but the emphasis was on the tag teams for one night.
0: Yes. First night total.
1: Yeah, it was a tournament. and you know, at the last night you defended the title. Yep. And that drew a crowd, didn't it? That was a, a big house.
0: So about both legs. 14,000 people, tour.
1: You know, with all the tickets sold to all the events today, to think that an event back then could sell out back to back nights, I mean, it's not WrestleMania, but it's no. pretty impressive.
0: Very impressive. Yep. We did it every year.
1: Now, Rick, the new series drops this week. It's called WWE Evil. Evil. And it profiles some of the great heels in the wrestling business. Let's assume you're the best heel ever, which I think is true. Who's right there with you? Who are one, two, three names that you think stand alongside you as the best heels ever?
0: Hmm. Well, you know, I've got to start with Roddy Piper. There was a period of time where Roddy was as hot as anybody in the business. Uh, and he was entertaining when he wasn't afraid of heat. And he got it, you know what I mean? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, it's being a, being a heel now, and it, it's a whole different time because it's it's just, uh, um, I don't think the guys have the freedom to to be a heel. Does that make sense that they we used to have, you know, just, just, I think, just conduct wise and, I mean, you know, I guess what if, if I was considered great, what made me great is the fact that everything I said, I did. <laughs> but I mean, of, of that group of people right there, I mean, Randy's a hell of a heel. Rowan's a hell of a heel right now. I mean, they're all very good. You know what I think they're going to be amazing. Whether I think is going to really have a great, ch- I'm I'm dying to see it because I'm a big fan of Stephanie McMahon. She, oh, the she, episode
1: on Stephanie, right. Yeah,
0: she is a badass, man. I mean, I, I love her in that character. I loved her with, with the authority. But any time you go back to the fuse with her, like Vicky Guerrero, or just different people over the years, she could be a badass. She's her dad. Her dad is a hell of a heel. Good Lord.
1: Who, who's the better heel, Vince
2: or Stephanie? Oh, just because
0: it's neater, you got, you got to go with uh, You got to go with it. But it's, it's,
1: clo- it's close.
0: Yeah, it's, but Stephanie could, man, she could turn it on. And I, I I, mean, I used to text her all the time. Her shit's too good. Yeah.
1: Well, Nate, you brought up a good point a moment ago where you said that it's a different environment to be a heel today than it was in your era. Back in your era, a heel could go over the top. He could occasionally go what would now be considered too far. Whereas today the heels try to sell merchandise and boy, that's a big difference.
0: It's not only sell merchandise, but they're forced to get along with the public. They're forced because of social media to be nice. That was not the case. I
1: no, I, I was witness to that <laughs> on <laughs> uh, on more than one occasion. We'll get to that in a second. We
0: all shake <laughs> hands on buyers. Now, maybe that's the ones that,
1: No, not so much.
0: Hit the road. Tell your story, Walker.
1: What what are you talking about? I've seen you do that relatively recently.
0: (laughs) Well, only made it there.
1: (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's funny. Great minds must think alike because the first uh, name that comes to mind for me for all-time great heels besides Ric Flair is Roddy Piper. Yeah. And that especially goes for his first heel run in WWE. When he got there. Yeah. They had never seen anything like him, I no, don't think.
0: No. Yeah, entertainment. Um, and Ronnie was out there, but he was always thinking. He put a lot of thought into his work and what he had he thought a lot about what he wanted to do and I you know, I I'm pretty secure in saying that he argued with every day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty secure with that kind of
1: yeah, but, boy, what what a heel, what a career. Yeah. I, I miss Roddy every day, I know. So
0: do we you all do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and some heels are so good, Nates, they become cheered. That's happened to you. Is that good or bad, and how do you avoid that?
0: Well, it's good because they're, they're cheering you out of respect because you're so good. Sometimes you just exhaust them by being so good. Um, Randy you work with a When he Randy, went there. Letting him just be Randy Orton. Randy Orton was a really badass You know, you know where
1: that, he reminds me of you, Rick. Is whenever you started to get cheered, you always found a way to do something to bring him back the other way, and I yeah. think Randy's does that too all the time.
0: Yeah, but he's a he's a he's a, he's a tweener now, so you know he's, a, he's halfway caught up in the entertainment role. Or, but um, when the vi- hate, they, when, when the when the Viper is being the Viper he's... He's, he's as good as anybody.
1: Nate, I hate that tweener stuff. I know you do too.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm old school, but I mean, doesn't mean I don't respect your people that are in that position. I just. Uh, I'll tell you, Lawrence could be a hell of a heel with Sean Michaels.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Sean was great.
1: Now, what's most important when it comes to being
2: a good heel work or promos? Both. Both. Okay, you, ex- got, you, got, ex- you got to be able to do both.
1: Uh, n- neither more important than the other. Then, uh,
0: no, I, yeah. I, I obviously I think the work is important, but man, you got to be able to piss them off, talk, and go. Oh make... no,
1: no question. I would have said promos, but but one point about the work is I see some guys doing heel promos, but not really working his heels, and it dilutes their attempt.
0: Absolutely. I can name no sense naming them, but it's the it's back. you've got to be, you've got to stay in that character for in public wherever you go. I mean, because that gee, as much as we traveled back then, and as visible as we were, people saw us every day. And, and obviously, you know, for for a child or you know, or a good-looking chick, you'd be nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually I've seen you with kids where it didn't go so great either, but but yeah.
0: Uh only I tell you what upsets me is when parents bring their kids out at two o'clock in the morning.
1: Yep, yep. And,
0: and use them as an example. Hey, we assign we assigned to my son it's two AM, put your put your children to bed. Come on. Yeah, I, I I have lost it a couple of times over that.
1: And and I don't like it, and I've been with you when this happened. I just don't like it when ki- parents bring kids into a bar. Exactly. Like not a restaurant but a I bar hate, bar. I hate it. Yeah, it's too much. Now, you've touched on this before, but working as a heel and as a babyface is completely different, or at least it should be. How much did your work change uh, from heel to babyface?
0: Well, I'm just a, I was just—I was very literate. I didn't have the—I didn't have the skill level of being a babyface. That's, that's just thats just—that's history. That's true. I wasn't—I wasn't. I wasn't I, I mean, I was a really, really good heel because it didn't require a lot of stuff. I didn't do a lot of stuff to guys. I just had a, you know, I, I think most of my heat came from talking, but I, I could also perform at a high level. But it's not because I had 18,000 moves. I wasn't as technically gifted as a guy like Brad Rivers. Uh But I could talk. I mean, I, 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 got, I got so much heat before I got to the ring talking to the marks.
1: Now, now, and don't take this the wrong way, Rick. Let me just don't give an evaluation. It. Yeah, but I, I thought where your work didn't lend itself to being a good baby face, mm-hmm. you didn't have a lot of moves that that blew off a comeback very well. A- exactly. With the baby face, the comebacks everything, isn't it?
0: Everything. everything. Well, wow, I know more than I thought. I guess no, it's everything because, well, the comeback. You want to know what my boss? What I could never find a heel to work with me the way I worked with them.
1: Well, I mean, that's asking I've, a lot.
0: I've, I've been saying that for years. I could never find a field to work with me the way I worked with him, except, uh, maybe a hunter.
1: Did, did he come the closest?
0: Yeah, a hunter, oh, hunter always said me great. Um, oh, I'm I told Randy, but I'm going to have to remember I'm, shit, I'm 40 years older than Randy, 30, 32 years older than Randy, or 33, and you know, 20 years older than Hunter. So I was never, I, I wasn't in that position. Um, it's like when Roddy and I worked. I we both wanted to be the heel. We never had good matches. We had <laughs> average. We had average matches. But it just uh,
1: well, that that's a good point. When you came to WWE, mm-hmm. your first feud was with Roddy.
0: Yeah, it stunk.
1: And, and well, it didn't stink. The promos were great.
0: Well, Crow was when he was a bad face, but right, wanted to and, work like a heel.
1: And he just didn't prefer it, and you could tell.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Now, uh. Obviously, you preferred working as a heel because your style was better equipped. But mentally, you preferred being a heel, right? It's more fun.
0: Absolutely.
1: What as- makes it more fun?
0: Uh, for me, it's making the audience mad, making people believe you're really, really, you really hurting somebody. You know, which happens sometimes anyway. But you've got to yell at me. You got to just look, you know, turn your turn your wheel in a different direction, and just ignore. You almost gotta make it real. Especially with the interaction of the referee and that. I mean, they're if you're, you're really that mad, a hundred and eighty referee referees not gonna push you around like a flyweight, you know what I mean? And I always struggle with that. I would tell the referee, you know, fight me. I mean, I'm not gonna resist you, but make it look like you're fighting me. Pull my hair to get me off you of know what I mean, anything. You have to make it look real.
1: I'll tell a, a, you
0: what though. A, a referee is a very important part of match.
1: Oh no question, and Tommy Young and you—it was the like best. you were dance not there. And the sometimes best. when you bumped for him, it was one of the biggest pops of the night.
0: Exactly. Yep. No, and I, I people didn't like that, but you know we were out there for an hour, man. You're out there to entertain. And I didn't want to anybody to have a minute off.
1: Oh, I think when when you guys would push each other and you'd bump for Tommy, I mean you did that in some of your most famous matches, like the Steamboat matches and. And it, it, it took the roof off.
0: Well, I, I would do it like after Steve would had to figure four on me. Right. So it's logical that, that Tommy, anybody could push me. My legs are weak, if are hurt. It was logical. A lot of people didn't see it like that, but you've had to figure four on him for a minute and a half or two minutes, and you pull yourself up in a rope. when you turn around and push the referee out of frustration, and he pushes you and you take a bump. anybody might push if, if you know how to work.
1: If it ought know to work <laughs> well, well, you did, and uh what uh how does the booker know when it's time to turn somebody, and can you be turned too often? I can think of a few people that have gone back and forth too frequently.
0: Yeah, absolutely absolutely be turned too often, and what uh, the, uh, you only get you know, only the real good ones can pull it off over a period of time.
1: How does the booker know when it's time?
0: Well, the Booker knows when it's time. Sometimes out of necessity, because of, you know, there's an injury on the other side, or maybe just they, they you end up realizing they're just fighting. Uh, they're fighting the crowd. They're fighting the reaction. They're you're dealing with just someone. that it just needs to be working the other direction or working the other way.
1: Is there any heel who never worked babyface? I know Steenbuck never worked heel. But uh, can you think of anybody who never worked Babyface, ever?
2: No. Did only ever work
1: Babyface? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't remember. Uh,
0: yeah, I've been to, we were, well, not really Babyface, but, uh, yeah, the Andersons never worked Babyface, Only and Jane, no, they did not.
1: But but I think Oli might have as a single with some. Oh wait, no, hold it. Uh, what am I What am I thinking about? When uh, when the horseman turned on Oli and kicked him out, he was kind of a baby face for a short yeah. time, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess he was. So nobody cared. Yeah, he
0: he he'd more. He'd more Oli was more limited than I was. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, he had his shoulders were bad. He had a right. hard time. He had a hard time punching. I'm talking about physical because of physical injuries.
1: Right. Now um. Did consistently being a heel ever take its toll mentally? You know, was there ever a time you tired of all the abuse and all the heat and outside the ring, especially back in in, in the NWA days? Never. You loved it. Loved it. What, why'd you love it? Go talk about that.
0: Bad, 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 bad boys and make us feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> Did Bobby Roll ever want to be a babyface?
1: No, and he never was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, but he, after a while he was, because of how good he was. You know what I
1: mean? He was always a babyface in Detroit and Chicago. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But I'm saying uh, I'm the road, but it, it was just some guys are just they've got that switch, and, and it's the same way in every. It was the same way in in all sports. Some guys that just just are pricks, and if, if that makes him a heel, it makes him a heel.
1: Yeah, but but I I know what you mean. But you were a a great guy outside the ring, and to my experience, and Bobby Probert was a great guy off the ring.
0: Yes, yeah, I know. No, but I'm just saying it. But you know, at the same time, the the your, the era dictated your conduct, the conduct. Um, you know, the way you could read it, and interact with the fans, it was. I liked it when it was a fight to get back and forth to the ring. He, that that's when you knew you had he, heat. When the people uh, when the people are trying to touch your reach out, whether even if it was to try and whack you, it's, it's a lot more exciting.
1: Oh, no question. One of the earliest examples I can I can remember that was when I was literally a kid H and Zabisco turned on Bruno up here in in WWF WW, the old territory. Yes, and I remember I went to the match where Zabisco fought Bruno the first time, mm-hmm. and literally it took him ten minutes to get to and from the ring. Larry. And, yeah, Larry, wow. it was unbelievable how much they hated him. It was just, oh. it was great, but it was unbelievable. And to be honest, he was a young guy then. Yeah. And you could tell looking for him, I mean, he handled it well, and it was the biggest break of his career. Yeah. But, but initially, it was maybe more than he bargained for, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I didn't get to see any of it, but I, I know not was huge.
1: Now, uh, you know it was an amazing heel is Bob Backlund. For a guy who never worked as a heel for years and years and years and years, and suddenly he came back, went heel. He was tremendous.
0: God, I don't remember that. With WWE? Yeah.
1: yeah, remember he came back in the suit and he and he beat Brett for the title when Owen threw the towel in.
0: I, I know a song you were at. I missed all that.
1: Yeah, he was he was incredible. And he was just this white bread baby face. You had a match with him. That was a two. world champion versus Backlund, World champion versus world I, champion, I had right? Two of them, yeah. How were those? How, what kind of a worker was he with you?
0: I was okay. The matches weren't very good. And the lads, that they had no idea who Bob
1: Macklin was. And it's tough when it's going to, everybody knows it's not going to be a decisive finish, right? Exactly. Exact. Now, uh, I want to talk about some of the other heels profiled in this series. Uh, one episode's about when Hogan turned and joined and formed, really, the NWO. Uh, I wasn't sure he wanted to do it, but, boy, it worked out pretty good.
0: No, I absolutely did. Yeah.
1: Were you surprised he did it?
0: Um, no, I think it was time for a change for him. And, um, uh, he'd kind of got to be, he'd run out of opponents. Um, you know, I mean, I could only wrestle him so many times. So, um, yeah, I think it worked out great for him. And I think that, uh, he really enjoyed that run. I know that Kevin and Scott, and Emma, I wish they would have just kept it in the three of them, which I want well, like to walk my I wish it would have just kept it in the four of them. Right. But. You know, what? when the three of them and the four of were together, they were great.
1: I think the most sense the NWO ever made was those four guys plus Ted DiBiase as the as the manager, as the owner. It really did look like the invading army then.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Although, you, you mentioned last week when we talked about Scott Hall's passing. I mean, Kevin Scott, I mean, not knocking Hogan, but Kevin Scott, they got the most heat initially and maybe the most heat, period.
0: I think so, too. I agree. Hall, Hall was a the the the, the on top of the cake.
1: Uh, let's say he stays babyface and feuds with the NWO uh, at that point, or or maybe he turns back babyface later and feuds with the NWO. How would that have worked?
0: Well, I, think, I, I don't think it would have been fair to the NWO to Scott and Kevin to to be they, they wouldn't have beat Hulk as a babyface. That makes sense. That's right.
1: That's it would, right. It
0: would, it would have been the end of the run. So. I uh, it was better off to keep them healed they were they were really old seals.
1: When the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or are just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment when the moment comes. Even though you are far from ordinary, the truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. Go to getroman.com slash flare right now to speak to a US licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. ED is more common than most people think.
0: In fact, 52% of men, can you imagine that? Between the ages of 40 and 70, who will be 73 will experience some form of ED. The benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect your partner and rediscover the joy of sex. Roman Ready is confidence personified. It is a self assurance that comes from knowing you prepared yourself for the moment when intimacy arrives. That's
1: telling them Roman system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos on labels or packages. With Roman You get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash flare today. And if you're prescribed, get 15 bucks off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. Woo! Now, The Miz is featured, and he's a great heel. And it seems like that's who he really is. I've met him. I've interviewed him. And boy, his real life persona is not far from what he is on TV.
0: Uh, I just totally disagree. Really? Mike is the nicest kid in the world.
1: No, no. He's, you see, you're misinterpreting. When I've interviewed him, I've enjoyed it. But just his, his nature, his cockiness, his, his projection is, is very similar.
0: I guess. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't. I don't think of as being a mean guy. I think of, I just think of as being a very talented guy that puts as much time and thought into his work as anybody I've ever seen.
2: Do you think he's a great heel? I think he's a. I think he's a
0: great talent.
1: So you don't think he's a hardcore heel? Like, well, then again, that's the difference in the eras, I suppose.
0: I think he's a great talent that's had an amazing career. But I don't. I don't. I just. Um, they're just little things that that he that you he has these little things. He's such a nice guy that he has. I don't think he, he's capable of feeling inside what his likes and really want to. He'd you be know, beat the crap out of someone. look at Roddy Piper and Judas I mean, you see know what I'm saying? They didn't have the best match in the world, but it really looked like Piper was. Trying to just look. At him. Yeah, Mike, Mike has just had a great, I mean, Miz has just had a fabulous career. But, and he'll, he'll, he will always be considered a great entertainer, but both ways. I mean, he, 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 he has the capability of doing uh, of being equally good on both sides of it.
1: Now, they also profile Sasha Banks. I see her as a baby face and your daughter, Charlotte, as a heel. Not that Sasha isn't a good heel, but to me, that's the dream matchup.
0: No, it has been forever. Steamboat and Flair.
1: But is Sasha sweater. a better heel or a babyface?
0: Well, I like you. I like her the babyface, but she's a damn good heel, too, boy. Yeah, you remember, if Sasha yeah, could really, really you know, look at the people. They look at me and stick it up your ass there, but I'm that hot. You know what I mean? I'm that yeah. good. And, then, and she can carry... She has that air about her that makes her, make, makes her just fantastic. She can the a like, nice thing about her. She can go either way, asking sharp.
1: You know, it's but strikes Char- me-
0: Charlotte beats me. a have face.
1: Yeah, once, that's-
0: once, once you've been a heel, it, it's hard to go back. Um, and where Charlotte has just really, really found herself now, I gotta help to leave her own for a while. Yeah, I mean, me
1: too. And it strikes me, Nate, that maybe we like Sasha better as a babyface because it matches up so well with Charlotte.
0: Yeah, I mean they they they've had phenomenal match, guys. You know, people forget too fast some of the matches they've had. It's been amazing. I mean, uh, Sasha Banks still really cool.
1: No question. No question. Now we talked about Randy Orton a bit before. And uh, I think his work as a heel is incredible. His timing is yeah, just.
0: There's Randy Orton. There's the Viper. Yeah, that look, right? That be, look. Be, best physique, 6'4", 250, that look. And when they when they let that character, which they have, we haven't seen it in a while, work that guy is the best.
1: Well, his heel timing is tremendous, too. He knows just what to yeah. do, when to, when to do it, when to say it. And, and you know, there's some stuff that's been booked for him, and I know he has great input on what he does. Like when he punted you in the head. Yeah. That that just took him way over the top as a heel again. Every time you think he can't go further, he does, and I think yeah. that's a big part of being a great heel.
0: Yeah. I know it also ended my career.
1: Well. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> that, no, hold up. That was when you came back. Your career had already been over. You were with... Hey.
0: And screw him and Edge and that concerto shit. You know what's a really hot deal right now? It's Edge. No question. No shit. Edge is on fire right now. He's not featured in this documentary, but you think of Edge as being this nice, quiet guy. like will be either way, right? But his interviews have been intense, and he's hot shit right now. I know, I know I know, we're talking about evil, but he, he, he will be, he's already rigged. He's just getting greater.
1: Well, now, isn't that match kind of heel versus heel with him and AJ? No. I mean, I guess they've turned AJ, but I still think, I mean, it's been a short time, relatively speaking.
0: AJ is one of the greatest baby faces that ever worked.
1: I think he's a better baby face than a heel, and I think he's a great heel, too.
0: I just said it. He's a a real good heel, but he's one of the greatest baby faces of all time.
1: What makes him that?
0: Skill. He's luring with skill.
1: Yeah, he really is, and,
0: and, he, and he can when he wants to be soft and mellow, portray himself. We can, you know, figure it out about which he really is in real life—a very humble guy. It's it, it very—he's very very likable.
1: Well, like harkening back to something you said a bit ago, Nate AJ really has that baby face arsenal with his work. Oh my he?
0: God, he can do anything, that, anything.
1: It, well, and his comebacks are unbelievable.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because he can do anything you me of me in my heyday. Uh, I don't
1: know about
2: <laughs> that, but he's real good. He's <laughs> real good.
0: I wish I if I could have just drop kick anything. <laughs>
1: now, now hold it! You never tried a drop kick. I think you did it once, right? Oh,
0: I know what I, I I could run to the guy and jump and hit him, but I couldn't stand there flat footed and drop kick anybody except in a knee. <laughs>
1: And and finally, they talk about Roman Reigns in the Evil documentary, yeah. uh, who I thought should have been turned heel before he was, but once it happened, it hit really big.
0: Yeah, he's got Roman. There's three things that people hate. They hate arrogance. They hate guys that are so damn good-looking that they can be as arrogant as they want. And then when you have a skill that Roland does, you're really going to piss people off. <laughs>
1: And he, obviously he hate.
0: he pisses the guys off in a lottery,
1: <laughs> does he really how so? No, I mean,
0: I'd be facetious, but you know were guys like roller Reigns come around once, God, I can't think of the last time that a guy is good look at his rolling like me right, yeah, he's as handsome as I was thirty five years ago.
1: <laughs> now you see I think that, I think that's a legitimate comparison. There you go,
0: yeah, 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 and you know, who though he doesn't have a lot of big arsenals to be face either. So he, he he's better as a heel. I love him as a the heel. They, the longer they let him run like that, I mean, he, he's cool.
1: Well, I thought it was good they have put Heyman with them. I'm yeah. not sure he needs Heyman anymore, but I think Heyman was a great ignition for him being a heel and obviously still an important part of the act.
0: Absolutely. I think Paul does a great job with him. Yeah, hey, Heyman's that little heel. You know, he oh, Heyman's no. like, Hey, heyman has got the kind of heat Bobby Heenan would get, but he, he he doesn't wrestle.
1: Yeah, but, and he barely bumps, but boy, he's something. Yeah, I think yeah, he's
0: great. Yeah, yeah, he is great.
1: What, what? You think Heenan's number you one? You hear that, Heenan? Paul?
0: You owe me. You owe me, buddy. Tired <laughs> of talking about how good you are. Interview-wise, you interview Paul, you're still number two. Behind Bobby? No. no oh, right. right. I'm talking
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought you meant. Well, you know what? Being number two for promos behind Ric Flair ain't a bad place to be.
0: Well, that's just my opinion. <laughs>
1: no, that's 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 fact. That's not opinion. But, but uh, is Bobby so, still uh, the number? Uh, how is Bob Bobby still the number one manager for Heat?
0: Oh God, Bobby Heat. Yes. Uh, yeah. Only because he could work. Cornett was really good too. But don't you know, Jim Jim didn't work. But Cornett could give up and he too. Yeah, Bobby Heenan, because he could incorporate his work, which was fantastic. Bobby Heenan was a great worker. People forget about that.
1: Now, uh, I want to talk about The Rock real quick, because when The Rock started out, he was a babyface, but he was a hated babyface. remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it was weird that a guy who started out with the fans totally rejecting him became arguably the biggest star ever.
0: Now, I don't think he's even arguing. I mean, basically, he's the biggest star and, and cross graphic appeal in the world, and it, and everything.
1: Was it? I mean, it turned out to not be tough for him to recover from that, but that was a rocky beginning. No pun intended.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know him that well back then. I mean, I knew him from you know being working with his dad. I actually met him when he was like twelve years old. Um, now I've got, I've got that picture right here. Um, but um. No, but he liked, you know, I, I could tell he liked the bling and all that too. So it just he was a little bit conflicted on which way to go. But he found his group, and when he did, got unbelievable.
1: Rick, uh, this this evil series, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. The clips I've seen, Me the too. stuff about you, it 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 looks like a very like um uh, WWE's always done good series like this, but this seems like it might be even a, a step above.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, to me, I've always seen a little bit of it, but I'm dying to see it. That's when the people. This is an opportunity again for me, you know, and, and, and I'm thankful for the WWE for that moment, for the opportunity for me to show, to show the world who I was. Do you and, think and, you and, and, every, and every man, every wrestler wants that opportunity? You know, so I'm I've, I'm I've very lucky. Thirty for thirty did it, but I anticipate this to be just as good.
1: Do you think when everybody's seen every episode of Evil that Ric
2: Flair will be the most evil of them all? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: pretty confident of that I'm pretty <laughs> confident that.
1: I am too. I am too. Believe me. Now, uh, a couple things oh, happened. Oh, it, Rick...
0: it, it, but it's only because I had a lot more practice. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, I think you're. I. I don't know that that had much to do with it. I think if. Uh, I think everybody. I think everybody at their most evil isn't as evil as Ric Flair.
0: No, I've got four wives. I agree with you. <laughs> Where are you? I don't know. Uh, be a Ric Flair.
1: <laughs> well, that's a full-time job.
2: Now, um...
0: <laughs> you better run, the You know.
2: Oh, I know.
1: I know. Oh, believe me. I've, I've eavesdropped on a few of those calls. In fact, I seem to recall you put my, put me on the phone briefly with wife number two in the middle of one of those.
0: Yeah, I sure did. Where is
1: so, he? Mark?
2: I don't know. He was right here a minute ago.
1: Up. Uh, now uh, a big a big event in the NCAA with with wrestling. Gable Stevenson yeah. won Olympic gold uh, prior, and he just won his second NCAA national championship. He then retired from that type of wrestling, and he's already signed by WWE. How would you start him out? Because clearly he'll he's going to show up pretty soon.
0: Well, I don't think he's had much opportunity. That I know he's been in the power plant or not power plant to the uh,
1: performance uh, center.
0: Performance center. Um, but I wouldn't think with the way he's had to uh, condition and uh, prepare for the not only the Olympics but the NCAA and all that uh, plus another year of collegiate wrestling. I, I think that he, um, I don't know what I would do. I, I, I wouldn't let him do anything until he was really good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give him. You know, I wouldn't. I myself, if I was in charge of this. I would spend a year building, building, you know, cause you just can't wear overnight. The only guy I've ever seen, we talked about all the time, the learner overnight is Kurt Angle. Yep. But you know, I don't, I, and I'm not saying that, that Gable can't, uh, that he doesn't have that ability. I don't know, but Kurt is a different kind of cat. So I was a different kind of cat than amateur wrestling. So they both have, have achieved the same, same thing to, NCAA uh, titles and a gold medal. And so, you know, there'll, there'll always be that comparison. That's why I would to be careful w- with Gable and make sure that he was in a place that he wanted to be. A-
1: I agree with I that, mean, but when
0: you- and that. And that he is comfortable with when he, when they very comfortable in the, um, in the ring before he um, uh, debuts.
1: Now, when you say it, 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 it uh, It'd take a year. Would you have him on TV during that year? Work yes. Work with him off TV for that year. You you wouldn't show him until a year from now.
0: I'd, I'd have to make appearances on TV.
1: Okay, but but not do it much. I'd, just... I would
0: keep his face in the real Yeah.
1: What about the idea where he could like do squash matches occasionally? I mean, where he wouldn't have to do much, but you get him out there.
0: Yeah, well, they just if he was good at it. I mean, I would I'd have to I'd fork. I even could answer this and give you. In the opinion, I have to see what he's capable. of.
1: Yeah, I know we're assuming a lot, but I think it's easy to assume a lot. He's got the size, he's got oh, the look, yeah. he has the amateur background. How big can he be, Nate? What's your prediction?
0: Um, well, he could be huge, but I remember we haven't heard him talk yet.
1: Right? No, there's a lot of factors. You're right.
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's, I don't want to. I don't want to label him something and be unfair to him. Because uh, when you were as su- successful as he is, he's going to be measured uh, against Kurt Angle.
1: Yeah, the comparison is that is unavoidable. It, it just about, is. And one thing about Kurt I want to mention, too, before Kurt came to wrestling and embraced it yeah. and did so well at it, a lot of the successful amateur wrestlers treated pro wrestling like it smelled bad. I think Kurt not only came in and did great, but I think he changed the attitude of the guys who came after him as blue chip amateur wrestlers.
0: I I could agree with that. Yep.
1: Because remember how it used to be? Heck, we had, what was that one guy's name that gave you a hard time at the Dapper Dan dinner? The guy who won the gold rental. Remember him? Uh, Blatnick, Jeff Blatnick. Yeah. And then I cut a promo on him and he got mad at me instead.
0: Yeah. Well, I be mean, you know, I, 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 he just, what can you do here? You're a professional setting. Um, but, you know, who's Jeff Blatnick now?
1: Well, exactly right. Now,
0: I mean, I, I, so, I, I don't take any, I don't take anything away from him, but who is he?
1: Right, no question. Well, and that's the difference between the two genres. I mean, yeah, I, I respect the hell out of the amateur wrestlers. Yeah, and and you know, but I mean, once they're done with college and the Olympics, they're done. There's yeah. nowhere to go exactly. unless they go the path of Kurt Angle. Exactly. You know, there's a kid from Pittsburgh named Spencer Lee Rick at Iowa. Uh-huh. Who's who's won like I think three or four national titles in the smaller weight classes, and I don't know if he would ever pursue professional wrestling. But then again, the lighter guy, thats kind of an uphill battle. But boy, is he good and charismatic! He's just unbelievable.
0: Oh, I, I, I've heard the name. I've not seen him wrestle. I I usually watch that tournament. I watched maybe, you know, maybe two or three hours of this weekend when it was higher, up against the NCAA basketball tournament.
1: Well, he he's really good, and I I, I hope he finds a way to. To, to to use his talent moving forward. And by the way, how about Penn State won their ninth NCAA yeah. National Wrestling Team Championship in 11 years? That's incredible.
0: Gabe Sanderson, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh,
0: yeah, well, that they transferred the flag from Iowa and Iowa State to Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, there's a report that Cody Rhodes has signed a contract with WWE, which I think was inevitable. How would you debut him? Should he show up at WrestleMania or would you wait?
0: I'd have him show up up at WrestleMania.
1: What would you have him do? Just show up or get involved or?
0: I'd try to think out loud for for Vince McMahon. is impossible, but Cody's a really good talker. And I'd have him go out there to say what he thinks from the And, so, we, so, and, and he'd be he'd be very well received. Oh his, no, his, question. His, his dad, his dad, and his now you know, in the fact he's really you know pulled his dad' legacy, uh, um, it it you know made the full circle back and back with WWE and you know his dad made such a big star so many years. I think he walked out the door in Texas where his, his dad is from Austin. And uh, just as you know, dressed up, which he, he, he he's in the clothes, which I like. I'm a big fan of that. Just stands there and said, "Now yeah. I had to learn what I, what, you know, we did something really." I, 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 I'd make him the hottest goddamn heel in the country.
2: You bring he, him in as a heel.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah. Well, you know, my... you know, actually, what I would do. Actually, I would listen to what the crowd said when he walked out of me. That would be my opinion. I I, I would say, Vince, I would say, walk out there, let her breathe through a minute, and say what you think. That will never be the case, but that's what I would, let the crowd tell you what they think.
1: Well, I, I have no idea if Cody but, should which, be-
0: Which is the way the business should be, absolutely. I mean, to me, let, listen yes. to the crowd. I used to tell the guys out oh, of them, I cannot tell you what I'm gonna do out there. Until I hear the crowd. What do you like, want to start? I said, I'll tell you when I get to the ring. I've ever done, had that argument a hundred times. Let me hear what the crowd's doing. Then I'll tell you what we're gonna do.
1: Well, I don't know if Cody should be babyface or heel. I kind of like the way you would approach it, but I think he's gotta be pushed big because A, he's great, and B, a lot of people in AEW are gonna be watching. And if Cody, you know, gets pushed and if he gets treated good, people who might want to come from AEW to WWE might take that into consideration.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm very confident. The fact is going to be pushed real hard but I don't see that even being an issue, but once again, I think a determining factor of what they want to do with them would be walk out in a state where his dad was born and raised 60 miles from where 80 miles from where, you know, Dusty was, you know, lived. Um, and I would just let the crowd tell me what's going on.
1: I've always wondered what the most value is when a wrestling promotion gets a new guy. Is it surprise value, which gets people talking, or do you build anticipation, which should make more people watch?
0: Uh, if they know he's coming. I would, uh, what we well, first of all, Cody doesn't need vignettes. You know what I mean? Right. They um, know who he is, they know who he is. And, uh, I have to think, in my mind, I don't think Cody left in a bad way. So it wasn't like he was getting beat by everybody before he left. Or if he was, I don't remember, and I watch all the time. So I think he just decided he wanted to try something else, and he was successful at it. And, you know, Vince rewards success. He never said anything bad about the WWE. He never I don't remember that I know you know they may have had some trademark argument issues, but that—that's life. You know and I mean, but I think Cody will, will perform at a high level. He's young, he looks great, and I just think, once again, I wouldn't let the crowd dictate what he's going to be and how he's going to do because this is a kid. that has got a whole new roster of people to wrestle.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be terrific. And Nate, what about that neck tattoo he has? I think you should have got a neck tattoo back in the day.
0: I maybe I will tomorrow.
1: I think it'll be awesome. Oh, what, what, it,
0: what what does it say?
1: Maybe Tom Brady, number
0: twelve. T B 12 Oh.
1: T B twelve. Although like we've always said, Nate, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. <laughs> oh, wow, I know.
3: By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas and well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention, this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity, just based on your real estate values. You see, all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your your life we're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30-year loan and pay it off in half the time and how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high we get rid of all their other debt and i mean it as a heads up what would you do if you had no credit card debt just like that it was all paid off how much easier would life be if those car payments they're out of here no more car payments That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at savewithconrad.com. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible, and sky high, the interest you pay on your car loans. Buddy, where is that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster? You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate, but if you're in a 30-year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now. Man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt-free, and that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated. What if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves? and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all. Why wouldn't you do this? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's gonna make your house worth even more. And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at savewithconrad.com. Now I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at conradreviews.com. You'll see there, we've got over a thousand verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a thousand reviews and a 4.72 rating, I know where you're eating dinner and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's SaveWithConrad.com.
1: Now, uh, we got some tweets from fans we want to go over. That's always very enjoyable. So let's start with one from Kevin who says what are rick's thoughts on magnum ta i thought that feud was going to be epic before his accident happened
0: oh he's a great kid it's one of the worst things i've ever seen in the business i was in Birmingham, of alabama i can remember if i was yesterday when he uh i got off the plane and in charlotte you would have thought that Elvis presley was in the hospital i mean it was that big wrestling was so big in charlotte in the 80s and I remember they just, uh, was just terrible. I would, just, would see him when he was in, having been on life support. The, the, the type that I was on, uh, and Scott, with the, with the tube down your throat and that, he was in one of those, in the old iron tank. Do, I, do you remember those?
2: Oh,
1: the iron lock.
0: The iron lock, yeah. He was in one oh. of those. And he was completely paralyzed for 30 days for any movement at all. And the only way he could communicate. And get an earth to come over with it, with the a, a, a tongue depressor. It was, wow, oh, it, it, it killed the seal like that.
1: Uh, could Magnum work a long match? He worked a lot of squashes, and if he had had that program with you, a, a little more would have been required. How would that part have gone?
0: Oh, he could work. Magnum could work. I think I think Magnum might have been being considered, I know it does feel as a as a potential world champion.
1: Oh, I think that if he would have not got hurt, he would have got the world title at some point, don't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, he would have had to travel a little bit more and go out and not go through what I did by just having wrestled guys in the Carolinas, which could really make you look better than you thought you were, as my experience personally. They would they, the, the way that they would have had to send them all and work, you know, all the other territories for six months. Before it would have been successful for him, where he would have got the same thing, he would have got the title, and he would have taken off and wrestling guys that not as as good as the kid, as good as the kid in mean, the, the Carolinas, which was loaded. I mean, from Dusty to Ricky Moore, I mean that name, of, but with well, Bobby Wharton, Slater, Jesus, the Road Warriors. I mean, we're staying. It would have been a very competitive situation for him.
1: Well, he did a lot of really memorable stuff. I remember his best of seven with Nikita Kolop was big. The stuff with Tubby was unbelievable. The I Quit. Yes. I-, I watched that I Quit once or twice a year. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it was
0: great, real good. Yeah. No, he was there. But once again, Tubby, world class wrestling. I mean, it's it just, I'm just saying, if I, I think for him to have been really successful, if he were to become the world champion, they would have had him travel a little bit. That's what I would have suggested.
1: Here's a tweet from Tommy. Who was the champ's favorite announcer to interview with, and would you rank the top three? I think I know, Nate, but go ahead.
0: Favorite to interview with? Uh, Gene Ogden. Absolutely.
1: What made him good?
0: Mean Gene. <laughs> he always had the right question. He always had the right look. He always, uh, you know, had put his two cents in which made it great um the big difference between that in ring announcer and you talking to somebody than a guy calling the matches does that make sense
1: oh for sure absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. so uh, um oh I, by the way I, you know cut kind of a, like a hell of an like a of an interview monday night or friday night our buddy McAfee.
1: Oh yeah, well, Pat, Pat's when it comes to the microphone, yeah. Pat's one hundred percent full. It
0: was fabulous. He walked down the ramp and he tore him up again, man. I love it. I'm, I'm really excited about this WrestleMania.
1: Oh, I am too, and we got some stuff to talk about that uh, a little bit later. You know, I'm banned from McAfee's show. Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm like shadow banned. We're still friends, but like I kind of offend the brotherhood. You know, with NFL players, so I'm not on very much anymore. You know, I was Pat's first guest ever on his show. Really? Yeah.
0: So you're banned like on.
1: shadow band. Like he there's no formal band. Like, and Pat and I are still really good friends. He just I did a charity hockey tournament here not too long ago. He contributed five thousand bucks. He's a great guy. But like, you know, his his show's so NFL friendly, and I am not really. So yeah. there you go. No hard feelings. Yeah. And he'll probably hear this and have me on. So there you go. But I, I <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think his stuff. You better have
0: me, I dad, if he wants to get a number.
1: Oh uh, no question. <laughs> I think I think that it is stuff in wrestling is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, unbelievable.
0: I couldn't agree more.
1: You know what I hey, always say he, when he's hey, un-
0: he might be full time next year. <laughs> uh,
1: no question. You know what I always say when Pat's on my show, Rick. What I always say: Let's welcome a man who took my broadcasting and wrestling careers and eclipsed both inside of six weeks.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: Now, uh, okay. Here's one from Keith. Uh, who or what ever made Ollie Anderson laugh? That's a good question. Did you ever see Ollie Anderson
0: laugh? Uh, yeah. When I first met him, and after laughed. we traveled together. and He laughed once in a while, but he just um. I don't know. I don't know what uh. How to explain what happened, to Ollie? I it's, it's I don't know. Very very interesting guy. I mean, I remember when he. Got that lawsuit in Cleveland over that fan. He just, he literally just um, went underground for a while because I can't remember the, the, the circumstances. But he just, only just what he's got just completely did his own thing.
1: Well, then he got an illness. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it MS or muscular dystrophy? I forget which one it was. MS. Yeah, and that certainly took its toll. And mm-hmm. you know, sad story. Very sad yeah. story. Yes. Only yep. was just a different cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, here's one from Joe. Are you guys fans of MMA? Uh, I'm not, except for bots that involve the very big names like Brock or or McGregor. How about you, Nate?
0: I, I enjoy it. I do. Of course, I like. I I was much more interested in it when Brock was there or Uh um,
1: Oh, Ronda too, right? Exactly.
0: Uh, I used to I used to like when Tito Ortiz. That I, I just not as familiar with the guys anymore, like I used to be. I don't watch it. I mean, to me, Ronda was just tremendous, as, and Brock was tremendous. and You know, I, I guess I was more familiar with them. And, you know, I thought Ronda could very possibly, I think, be the biggest star in the history of the business.
1: Oh, I think she probably was. And she
0: probably to go back right now and get a huge payday.
1: Yeah. I think why she started losing was because she got tired of it. It was too easy for her for so long because she was so much above everybody else. And then some girls came along that kind of caught up, and, Maybe took advantage. I don't want to say complacency because that sounds bad, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, it's kind of like just one bad day.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Yep, but but, I mean, she came back and, uh, you know, I think that she was so successful that she decided, I think think that the WWE was already trying to work with her to come over, so you never know what, what the mindset is there, but I... Certainly respected her. I really looked forward to every time she uh, competed. Just like I'm looking forward to seeing her, uh, against Charlotte
1: in uh, Dallas. Well, I will say Nate, I was in Vegas last year to see McGregor versus Poirier. Yeah. And there's nothing like the UFC atmosphere live. It really is like the Roman Coliseum.
0: Yeah. I've only been to a couple. Uh, one of my favorite, of course was, um, um, the key venture mentioned yeah. again. Yeah. It's kind of that play. Um, was it the second fight? I think I watched it at Jay Z's place in New York. Nate Diaz and uh, the kid from Iron. Oh, McGregor. Yeah. Was, that, yeah. was that fight number two that he won?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It got it up. what a fight that was, huh?
1: And wow. McGregor's McGregor's money. I mean, yeah. he's just yeah. He, he's he's a pro wrestler doing MMA, and he's good at yeah.
0: it. Yeah. You think he'll come back? <laughs>
1: I think he's going to try. I'm surprised he hasn't ended up in WWE.
0: I,
2: I would think I think the size is a big issue.
1: You're probably right, but what about a short-term thing?
0: I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. He doesn't, he, sir, he doesn't need the money, certainly.
1: No, he's got that whiskey thing going that's like a, yeah, yeah. a billion-dollar type of deal. Yeah. And that's without you drinking any of it. Imagine if he had brought it out back in the
0: 80s. I know, and I don't even like that kind of liquor. I don't know if I was drinking it now.
1: <laughs> Here's one from Andrew. Nature Boy, I was a 1980s Greensboro Coliseum kid. Never missed a show. Even waited out back to watch you guys leave. What's your greatest Greensboro memory?
0: Oh, boy. Oh, it would have to be. If I said anything less than Stargate 83, I'd be lying. But I, I have a thousand Greensboro memories. I love that guy
1: well, Greensboro was your home turf, wasn't it? Yep. That was like that Greensboro, was,
0: Greensboro was our Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah, and that, that was like your your home field. I mean, that was where, yeah. you know, Everything. They, they, like, even when you were the most hardcore heel, they loved you.
0: Yep. Yep. It was the best.
1: You know what I remember about Greensboro? That was where guys, when the horsemen came together, that was where guys in the front row first started wearing suits.
0: Every guy, yeah, I know. And that, that's, that it went everywhere. We yep. Yeah, it was a very, very special time in life for all of us. We uh, we've gone up there before. I can remember Arne and I and Tony driving, and the traffic was backed up four miles on Holy Road.
1: You get, get sentiment- you get sentimental when you talk about Greensboro. I'm noticing that.
0: Not sentimental. I just wish WCW kills it down. I was there one time, and I, of the 36 guys advertised on the card, 16 didn't show
1: up. Wow. Well, you know what else killed Greensboro, too? Just
0: didn't want to come to work.
1: They never should have moved Starcade out of Greensboro.
0: Absolutely.
1: They moved it to Chicago. They got that bright idea. Starcade should have been in Greensboro every single year. Thank you. Now, here's one. Like
0: I said, if we had stayed east of Chicago. Yep. We'd still be in business.
1: Now, here's a great tweet from Toothpaste. He says, What's the highest bar tab he's seen and who paid it? I can't wait to hear this answer.
0: Highest bar tab I've ever seen?
1: Yeah, and who paid
2: it? Recently? No, any time. All time.
0: Hmm. I better have to talk to my column. I'll answer that next week.
1: <laughs> yeah because I, I i didn't I didn't see the bar tab at your 70th birthday party but then asked to be a contender oh
0: absolutely God well the bar tab at 73rd was pretty good too
1: <laughs> <laughs> here's one from Jeff Rick did many Broadways with Steamboat and HBK and Brett had the famous Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12 in all of their primes out of HBK and Brett. Who does Rick think you'd have had the better hour match with? Also, how great would either HBK or Brett have been with Steamboat in their primes? I like those questions, Rick. What do you say?
0: Love it. Love it. Steamboat again.
1: Well, who would you have had a better hour match with in both your primes, either HBK or Brett?
0: Well, I wrestled Brett Nolan before. Oh, but really? I, Where? Uh, in, in Boston. Okay. Uh, but I wasn't. Uh... What am I, 10 years older than Brett? 15? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. How old is Brett? 60, 59?
1: I want to say Brett's 61, I think. I think he's yeah. the same age as me.
0: Okay, so I'm 12 years older, so I wasn't in my prime. Um, let me think. Well, they both would have had phenomenal matchup with Steeple. Let's, let's just start with there. They both would have been great. But I think... Uh, because I, I just think Sean was so damn good, man. I mean, Sean is the best in the ring performer I've ever seen, except for Ray Stevens and people that don't know who Ray is. So, in the ring, babe face, he hit Sean like this.
1: I think so, too. By the way, Steve Kaufman, our crack producer who makes the show tick, he just uh, texted to me that Brett is 64.
0: Yeah, so he's 10 years younger than me yeah the weight of the match, but i was i surely wasn't you know you want to see your if you're peak I, I had my last match with sean i was fifty nine but um I was just lucky at that point i would you know i remain to this day fairly injury free so i I'll take every day in a good day in that respect um, but i uh i think the both it and uh, um I'm surprised Brett never wrestled Steamboat because they were up there together, but Brett, uh, Brett and Steamboat and Sean and Steamboat would have been phenomenal. Only one rookie Brett, Steamboat.
1: Brett's got to be happy the Calgary Flames are doing so good. They're they're a legit contender. Yeah,
0: you told me that. Wow. Yeah, it must be. I'll see him at the uh, at uh, the
1: Now here's one for Three Rivers Gastro. Uh, What recommendations do you have for weight training for a man in his sixties? Asking for a friend.
0: Lightweight, more reps, and, and most of all, a lot of cardio. Four,
1: you still do a lot of cardio, right?
0: Yep. A lot of core training.
1: What's your cardio routine like, Nate? on a typical day?
0: Now I do, um, well, I train with Rob seen this guy up in Lakeland, and I've, I'm i with these guys. I like to do this high possible intensity for a short period of time. So I'm doing right right now I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, the air dive bike. You know what that is? Yes. I can do 5,300 meters in 10 minutes. And then, and then on the rowing machine, the rowing machine, I can do 2000, uh, I don't I don't think it's called meters or that uh, uh, in 10 minutes. And but the, I'll just show you something that, the, People don't believe this. and my doctor, my heart doctor, would go crazy. But um, <laughs> no, this, this is an example of how I wish myself. So I'm seventy, and, and, and medical people will tell you you're not supposed to take your heart rate any more than any more than fifty, right? So my right. so I it would be seventy plus fifty, be thirty eight, right? So
2: this was the other day. I can't see it. What's it say? Two oh four. Wow.
1: Nate, you're a you're a freak of nature. I think what I got three you words it? to say. I got Can three words to it? say, Nate. Up up a little bit. Make it up.
2: Wow. Nate, I got three
1: words to say. One more match.
0: My heart doctor would go, Are you out of your mind? at the end of the day the other day I had up to um, 193.
1: How do, you, how do you feel at the end of it?
0: I feel great. But I, I know that I'm pushing the gamut, but it, it, it's already hard. unless i have competing with someone to work out that hard. So now here's
1: one. Go, go ahead.
0: ahead.
1: Well, here's one from Alex. Was Scott Hall the best wrestler to never be world champion? Uh, These days, that question means something different, doesn't it? Because there's so many world titles and they get moved around all the time. Back then, they didn't like Ray Stevens was never world champ.
0: No, and the answer to that question is uh, no. There's there's other people that weren't uh,
2: in that opportunity. Well, Ray Stevens being one of them. Exactly. Yep.
1: Now, Nate, we still got the build up going for WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar ripped the door off a truck. Did you see that? Yeah. Now. <laughs> I like it. Larger than life, it's big guys doing big things. Yeah. WrestleMania is going to be literally bigger than ever.
0: Yeah, SmackDown was awesome Friday night. Yeah, Ash, it was a great Ash, program. Ashton with the Ronda had a great segment. I mean, it was rolling and Brock. I mean, it, it's on fire. The whole show is good.
1: You see, I am so psyched about both main events. We've talked about Ronda and, and Charlotte at length, but Brock... And, and uh and roman it like i said i want wrestlemania to be big literally big and you know it's big guys doing big guy business i can't say that enough
0: yeah i know i know it's 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 gonna be great it's gonna be absolutely fantastic hi there sorry for the interruption but are you enjoying this show on google
3: podcasts you should know that the google Podcasts app is going away this spring That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never
0: miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.
3: Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about, protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance, super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands, on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com.
1: Nate, I need some predictions for WrestleMania, not match results, but other stuff. Uh, besides Charlotte versus Wanda, which match is going to be the best at WrestleMania?
2: Um. Uh.
0: Gee, uh, I feel I feel like Charles Ronald will be the best match, but I, I, I mean, I'm, the one I'm psyched up the most, one I've, I'm sure you guys are too, is, uh, is Brock and Real
1: Yeah, I think for two big guys, they'll lay it out good. I think it'll yeah. be great. Both those guys can really work for yeah, big guys I, too.
0: Absolutely, yeah, it'd be and, fantastic. And they're,
1: and they're compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be so good. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to beyond the two main events is Edge and. AJ Styles.
0: Oh, yeah, I, me too. Yeah, very much.
1: I, I I think that could be as good as anything on the program. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that the KO the, the KO show and uh, Steve Austin will be great, too.
1: Yep, that'll be great, too. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think AJ's ever really gotten the credit he deserves?
0: AJ Styles. Yeah. He has from me.
1: I know he has from you, and he has from me and from a lot of people, but I feel like, like, see, I I, I hate the Rip people, and and, and this Shouldn't come off as ripping people. But like we talk about Brian Danielson being being the best worker out there. I think AJ Styles is in that? his league. Brian oh, Dan-
0: Danielson is no AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so not either.
0: Not even close.
1: You see, but that's what I mean about him not getting credit.
0: But I've never heard that from anybody except who. Oh, who,
1: God. God, it's all over the place.
0: Enough, please.
1: I'm telling you. I, I Brian
0: Danielson is very good when he's no AJ Styles. Come on.
1: Well, that's what I mean about AJ not getting credit.
0: Well, that's just one one comment from who?
1: I think we both know who. Who? Well, Meltzer. Meltzer named his award after him. The yeah. Brian Danielson Wrestler of the Year.
0: Oh, he didn't name the award after the award named after me.
1: No, no, no. The Wrestler of the Year is the Luthez-Ric Flair Award. Yeah. But the, the, the Best Worker Award is the Brian Danielson Award.
0: Wow. Well, Ric Flair, who is, <laughs> doesn't agree with that.
1: Well, your award's the bigger award. If I, indeed I, any I, of those, I, I, think are big AJ, I, I
0: think AJ Styles is. I mean, this I Brian Danielson is very good, but he's not AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, Nate, I agree, and and I don't think either of us means to denigrate Brian Danielson either.
0: No, it does. It does not. But it, it's a big stretch to say he's better than AJ Styles.
1: I agree. Well, that that's the question. He, he, I don't think he gets. Quite the credit he should, does AJ. Now, will Vince McMahon get involved physically with Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory? What's your prediction there? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Me I, too. Me I hope, too.
0: I hope he comes out. That's who he is. That that will be very exciting too if Vince comes out. Man, the music strutting down the rant, man. I mean, it's golden.
1: I'll tell you who this has been great for this whole build up is Austin theory. It's gotten his name yeah. out there in a yeah, big way, exactly, and I think he's lived up to his part of the bargain just like Pat has, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I can see Austin somehow getting getting uh pat down and then Vince coming out the shit out of him, yeah, you know what I mean? and then of course he makes the big comeback and uh big theory, but he doesn't get the vince. <laughs> Vincent put the boots to him, beat the crap out of him, and stands back. He makes the comeback on theory, and they keep it going. That's what I would well,
1: do. From your lips to God's ears, I would love to see that. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I would love to see Vince and uh, Pat go toe-to-toe head up in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that now. now this, we're, we're- this is my show. Thank <laughs> you. You're the butter but from Minneapolis. <laughs> it,
2: it would be awesome.
0: I'm a billionaire.
1: <laughs> I think Pat's coming close, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, we're less than two weeks out, and only 10 matches are set for the two nights of WrestleMania. Does that surprise you? Uh, I guess those are the matches that matter most. The winner? There's only 10 matches set so far for WrestleMania, according to what I've read, Yeah. for both nights. Is, is that surprising there aren't more set by now?
0: Five for each night, right? Right. I love that.
1: Well, there's going to be more matches than that, I think, though.
0: I don't know. I, mean, I love it like that because they have, they have time.
1: I I agree. And, and you know what? You're hitting the nail on the head just thinking out loud because that way the crowd has a chance to breathe.
0: Yeah, that crowd has a chance to breathe. The crowd and not, doesn't and, get tired. And the matches give a time. Come on. The okay. started, and I mean, I think that vibe is great.
1: I agree. I agree. I think you're on something. Now, how long do you think be? Because you
0: have to factor in all the entrances and all the, you know, been, the word's not pageantry, but all the, it's such a ceremonious event that for every, the packages at play. I mean, it's, sometimes you wonder if the match can live up to the packages. <laughs> Kevin does know these packages that are just unbelievable.
1: And sometimes the match doesn't live up to the packaging.
0: Uh, very rarely, but I mean, th- it just stole the anticipation, my like guy. I,
1: uh, I mean, now,
0: just, uh, that's, I love all that.
1: Now, how long are Brock and Robin going to go? What should they do? They don't usually work short matches per se, but uh, I think they can go long if it's requested of them.
0: They both can. They're both in excellent condition.
1: Well, what would you do though? How would you book it?
0: Well, like I said last week, I'd I make sure they have at least 30 minutes.
1: I think they could do a real good 30 minute match. I think there would be a lot of, you know, bells and whistles. I think Heyman gets involved. I think stuff like that, the Usos. But I think 30 minutes sounds about right.
0: Yeah, I hope. I mean, I, I just think both main events should have at least 30 minutes. Uh, 30 I, minutes of wrestling, not including, we talked about this last week, not including right. the interest.
1: My God, I'd give, I'd give Ronda and, and Charlotte 45.
0: Yeah. Why not?
1: I think it'll be great, Nate. What's the preparation process like for a big match, like a main event at WrestleMania, or, or, or you know, when you wrestled Starcade? Who has input? How much is laid out? How much is even rehearsed?
0: Oh gosh, they're, they're going to be they're, they're, they're they go in probably on uh, two. They go in right after Raw, and they probably are there. You know, I would say five days of preparation.
1: And how much is rehearsed in the ring?
0: Um, a lot, a lot, but it's not, 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 not so much the match and it's, But I mean, everything is rehearsed. But it's just, it's one of those things that has to be flawless, and it, and that is from the camera work to the notes table and the performers. I mean, it, it's the biggest deal, and to me, I enjoy it more than I do. I love the Super Bowl. I know it's great, but because I'm a wrestler, I love WrestleMania. It's huge.
1: Now, uh, who who has the most input on on a big match? Is it Vince? Is it the participants? Is it an agent? Is it Hunter? Well, I guess not anymore, but but who has the most input, like say, on a main event at Mania?
0: I would say Vince.
1: And he's very hands on?
0: I I I'm sure. I think he takes other of people's thought that he thinks are, are smart into consideration, but ultimately he makes the makes decision. That, that's, that's been my experience.
1: Now, every match has an agent, a producer. When did that start? Because it used to be just uh, up to the guys, wasn't it?
0: Um, oh, they've had agents and producers since 2000.
1: But before that, it was the guys, right?
0: No, I have and no it was just like Pat and Patterson. They had just a few guys, but now no, it's produced and you know, there's a writer and a producer everywhere with you. So it's 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 very well, very well put together.
1: Who it's was the a, most hi- huh? Who was the most highly regarded agent or producer to your experience?
0: In in the history of the, of my experience there? Yeah. I think Johnny Hayes is real good. I think um whew, boy, over the years I've seen
2: some they've had some greats, I mean
0: trying to think right now. Um Michael Hayes did really good. And Michael will will have his hands involved in four formats directly, but they also people will come to Michael for ideas and suggestions. Same thing with Ace. Um, um, and that's what, you know, that's where it's good for everybody to be able to get along on the same page. I'm not familiar with all the producers now that change t- 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 some in and out, but, um, you know, it, it's it's very well thought out. They have so many meetings during the day to make sure they're on the same page. And, and that, that, that goes for Raw and SmackDown, too.
1: Now, Nate, before we wrap this up, I got to talk some NFL because we got problems here in Pittsburgh. Deshaun Watson went to the Cleveland Browns. Are they a contender now?
0: Hell, yes. Hell, yes. Good for him. $230 million.
1: Guaranteed. Every cent guaranteed. Yep. Biggest guarantee in NFL history. Uh, I think he's going to get suspended for a bit because of what happened in Houston. But, boy, I... I I think it's tough to imagine him not having major impact the minute he steps on the field.
0: Couldn't agree more. He's fabulous. Twenty, is he twenty-four or twenty or twenty twenty-five years old?
1: Right. Who's now, now? We know Brady's the best guy, and I'm sure he'd rank Aaron Rodgers second. Who's the next best three quarterbacks in football after Brady and Rodgers?
0: The kid from L.A. The kid from Stanford. The kid from the Buffalo and the kid from from San Diego,
1: Josh Allen and uh, L.A. Charges. Uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert. Yep. I love Justin Herbert. Yeah. What about Mahomes? Where's he fit in?
0: Oh, he's in there too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to leave him out. I just. I I, I would go. Um. I would go in terms of. Um, I would go. Um. Now I, I I thought about this. I would go. Uh, with the top three, and uh, at any given day, are Brady, um, Rodgers, and Mahal, and then the the, the Josh Allen, Herbert, and uh, Deshaun Watson, where they're right there. I mean, you have to be very good, period, to play, be a starting quarterback. But those five guys, I they're really good players, and getting well, it, better.
1: It's kind uh, of a golden age for quarterbacks, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anybody any way smarter than Tom Brady and his arm velocity is as good as the arm lift. Man. So until somebody proves me wrong, and of course Rodgers has got an arm like a cannon. I, I, he's just amazing. He's just so flicked the wrist, man. I hate that he lost in the receiver to um, the Raiders. Um,
1: yeah, Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah, I hate that. But um, I still think... Uh, he got a hell of a deal. He deserved it. I think Aaron played real well.
1: You brought up a good point a couple of weeks back about how much arm velocity means. And, oh, and I lot of people think you could make up for that, but that's that's why Ben's not playing. That's yeah. why Drew Brees stopped playing. Yeah. That's what killed Peyton Manning at the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: if you can keep that, you can fake everything else. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they're smart. Tom Brady's a thinking machine. He doesn't get enough credit for being. He doesn't miss it. He, he can very rarely would, would miss a read, I would assume. And we know what that means for the fans that don't. That means he knows where every receiver is.
1: Yep, yep. What happens to Baker Mayfield? I think Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback, but I think Baker kind of got hard done by in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I liked Baker, but I've only met him one time. He's a real nice guy. I, if I was Cleveland, if I was Pittsburgh, I'd grab Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, he's his contract's up at the end of the year. And he's going to want huge, huge money. And I don't know if he gets it now.
0: I don't know either. But I I think he's in a position now where he's probably not able to ask for huge, huge money. But if he wants to play, he'll take money and then prove on a one-year deal and then ask for huge money next year.
1: Well, Nate, here's the problem. The Browns got Watson. Cincinnati got Joe Burrow. Baltimore has Lamar Jackson. And by
0: the way, Burrow... They just reloaded the offensive linemen in, in yep. Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Three. Three yep.
1: great offensive linemen.
0: Three, yeah. And that's all they were lacking.
1: That's all they were lacking. And they, got, and, they, and lacking. they got
0: that tight end lined up, so they're going to be a handful.
1: Well, who's going to be better, Cleveland or, or Cincinnati?
0: It's going to be very close with that offensive line, with those additions.
1: What about the Steelers? Can they compete with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback? No. Well, that's certainly n- to the n- point and n- probably n- very n- accurate.
0: N- not with those two teams.
1: I know. I'm probably not Baltimore. Baltimore's got Lamar Jackson.
0: Exactly, still. yeah. I mean, I'm not leaving Lamar out. I'm just going on what I saw last year.
1: No, no question. Yeah. And finally, Nate's last thing, how bad are the L.A. Lakers? What happened there? And the funny part is LeBron's playing great. He's putting up huge numbers, and it's not enough.
0: Well, you know, look, one player can't do it, but all I can tell you is that he he passed mo you know, Carl will own his record. He's broken every record there is to break. He's got maybe maybe he'll break the wires before he's done. He had 38 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists last night. I, the Lakers need to regroup, but it's not LeBron. LeBron's great.
1: Nate, I'll tell you it, one record LeBron will never break. Never. What's that? 16 world titles.
0: Well. It should be 17. Let's get serious.
1: It should be like 23. I don't. We gotta set that st- you know what, Nate? One one week on this show, we're gonna go over all the title changes that, that supposedly don't count. Because I wanna count them. Exactly. I want to count them. Let's
0: do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nate, this was great as always. God bless. <laughs> and I and I gotta say, you look terrific. It's great to hear about your training regimen. You look Thank seriously, you look healthier every week.
0: I am. I'm drinking less.
1: Are you really? Just a McUltra red wine. That McUltra. I mean, I'm a Coors Light guy, but Mick Alter is a good stand. Not bad, man. Not bad. I, I look like I could drop any second,
0: too. <laughs> Mitch,
1: thank you again. Give him one more.
2: Thank you, sir. Woo! <laughs>